and we're back. This is day number two of our favorite games of 2022, and we're hopping in with our fourth game of the year. Fourth Man. game in the list of our favorite games. It's not really game of a year because we don't really go like in one year. It's like right because we don't only play games from this year because we're busy dads or adults and so like hey this game from 2020 or this game from 2005 i've always wanted to play it and so we just find time to play great games and sometimes they crack into our top five that's true that's true yeah so um who wants to who wants to pop off anybody eric eric's got the ball yeah let's let's do it let's do it uh, yeah, day, day two. We're all wearing the same clothes, though. That's that's crazy. It's weird. Oh, um, and then, by the way, this is Shelby Stokes, Casey Cool, Phil, Karen, and Eric Scott. Oh, you almost, you almost said his name right, <laughs> Philip. F I L L O P. I'll Phillip. never let that. <laughs> so, so uh, there's my, an inside joke four... there. <laughs> Go ahead. My, my okay. number four game, I. I, I struggled with this with this game in particular because I could have left this game off the list. I could have put this game at number one. In the end, it's I, ha, I had to put it at number four. It is Pokemon Scarlet. Wow. I, Whoa. I, it, I know it just came out. I have over 60 hours into the game already. I am shiny hunting. I am making sandwiches. I am still... I'm trying to find, I'm trying to get to the legendaries without uh, looking up the locations for all the stakes. I'm, I'm almost there. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm doing so much. I'm raising different Pokemon. I'm, I'm, I'm talking with friends about raiding. I'm, I'm just, we, you know, we got the Charizard raids, you know, today, right? Or no, this week? This Wednesday. week's Wednesday. Yeah. We have when, uh, yeah. Wednesday. That's no, that's tomorrow. What day is it? Um, it it's just, I'm having, I'm having a blast with the game. And yeah, I, I, so why number four? Why so Yeah, why long? number four? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a beta game. It's not finished. It's the least <laughs> Pokemon game wow. that I have played in a long time. It is depressingly just, and, and the thing that I hate about it, and I come from a generation, you know, we all came from a generation. You bought a game, the game was finished. You, you put it in your, you, you you put the cartridge in, you put the disc in, that's your game. You know, I the idea of DLC is something that offended me for the longest time. So I, I, I don't like it when I feel like money is just being extracted from my pocket. And when it's so clear that the game... That's called capitalism, baby. Yes, <laughs> it is so clear that the game was put out into production. They knew the game was like this. How could you not know the game is like this? So, yeah, um... Almost didn't even make it on the list, but in the end, for all of the great wow. things that it is, it's the most it's the most immersive Pokemon experience, and that's it's as a beta game that's that's saying a lot. Wow, it is. yeah, huh? That's crazy because it feels like you. I know we were just having a podcast last week about how it's one of the the or greatest ago, Pokemon depending on when you again, yeah. And um, yeah, that's that's surprising, yeah, but understandable. Outside, you know, that's still true. Like, I cannot on. give such an unpolished, clearly unfinished, rushed to production. You know, here, take my money in time for Christmas game. I can't. I can't give it the top spot. I just can't do it. It's still in the top five. You're honoring it, but you it can't is. get the number one. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be playing it all week. I'm gonna be playing it for months. It's, it's so much fun. <laughs> It'll be his 2024. Uh, it's, game it, of the year. it's gonna be in the it's gonna be in the next year's list. I, I love the game. Yeah. 
for sure. I love the game too, and it is not my number four game though. Uh, my number four game is Triangle Strategy. Whoa! Uh, yeah, uh, I played. It was been documented heavily. I I played every route. I did everything in that game, um, up to 165 hours playtime. And the thing that game does beautifully, like Eric said, is the battle system. And there is storytelling with choices. But when you replay the game, there's these little side vignettes. And I know Shelby started playing in Fire Emblem Three, or their Fire Emblem Three houses. And Fire Emblem has really perfected like character relationships with dialogue. Like, hey, my character's been hanging out, and there's like a side mission or something for them. There's a little bit of that, but only every character only has one like interlog story that you unlock like a three act. Uh, and I want more of that if I'm going to, because I'm like, I never have this character in party with this character, right? It's just their friends. It, they like, hey, here's the story. So I didn't like that. Um, I I think a lot of it when you replay it, there's like, okay, I have to play everything, but then I'm going to do these two things different. It should be, it, it the, the paths are really clear. There's four paths. I got the ultimate ending, which spoilers is the best. And I've talked to Eric about it. So if anybody hasn't played Triangle Strategy, I will save the spoiler, but the Golden Ending brings it all together. If you just play it one time and then go for the Golden Ending, you're fine there too, and you'll get the whole experience. I would recommend that way to play it. I don't think you have to do all, all four unless you're like, oh, I really I can't figure out this character's story. Beautiful soundtrack. Nails the grid battling. The interactive environments, like you could set grass on fire, and so I, most of the game, I'm burning down every field and using it as a fire shield. And then I put my archers behind it, and the NPC's like, I'm not going into fire. And uh, so I'm an arsonist in that game. Uh, but still, it it's that creative battling, and that's where tactics needed to evolve to. I'm really hoping they get to do another project. Also, the voice acting was just a slog. And we've talked to professional voice actors about it. I think just a little bit of voice acting would be good, like for key phrases, because it slows down everything. And so it's kind of, it's a lot of talky and it needs to be more dewy and also like a world map. That's why it's my number four. Great game though. I, I still recommend it, but it's just, it has the flaw stick with me where it's not, the most enjoyable experience I played this year as a JRPG. Understandable. It's it, it is a great game, and, and the point you make about the fire is uh, it's it's social fire it's lightning level. and water. Yep. lightning and water. They do that like they make the interactive. I like great. Love that. Yeah. Like it, it's, next it's, level. Like let me exactly. Let me knock the castle wall down to fall on people. You can yes. push people off bridges. Love all yes. that. Yes, they're doing everything yeah. with a battling right. They just got to yes. nail the little like outside story pieces. Yeah. yeah, and the keep in mind, like, this is our top five games of the year. And, yeah. like, we play a lot of games. We see a lot of games. Like, my game count Which is one? embarrassing this year. And, um, you know, like, these are, like, what I'm getting at is, like, just because a game is not number one, yeah. it's still a very good game. You know what I mean? We think of it, which one made our hearts sing the most? Like, which one is like, yes, this treads to Sailor Moon, Crystal, like, oh, I'm in love, right? Yeah, no. That's for sure. Uh, how about you, Philip? What do you got in the four spot? Uh, well, you know, for me, a lot of discussion was had this year from me anyways, and maybe me and you, Shelby, about nerd cred and which games are the classics, which games um, do you have to play that give you credibility when you offer an opinion on a game? And so for me, uh, two of the games on my list uh, are going to be nerd cred games. One of them is going to be... <laughs> did I steal one of yours already? No. Um, 
One of them is going to be Chrono Trigger. Yeah! Uh, so Chrono Trigger makes it on the list for me. Um, as somebody, I think that as I've developed as a person, right, and as we get older, my relationship with RPGs just changes. So I don't have the, I don't look for experiences that I can put 50 to 100 hours in. I'm much more in the line, I think, that you can relate to this, Shelby. Like, when I'm playing a story-driven game and I'm not playing a competitive game with friends, I'm looking for 10 to 15 hours to complete the narrative. But Chrono Trigger was amazing. Contextually, as an RPG, it does every single thing right. Uh, the battle system is great. There's There are excess items in the game, so there's way too many items that you don't need. But the mechanics as were great. Everything are. is a close distance away. Yeah. So everything is a close distance from each other. Um, you don't really have to do a ton of walking. You don't have to do an excessive amount of dialogue. The boss battles are something that makes the game shine uh, because the boss battles are completely interesting and they actually force you to think about how you're going to beat them. I know that I, after doing a four-hour stream, which is a long time for me, which I will make a side note and say, it does feel every time I do the final stream on a game, whether it's Half-Life 2 or whether it's Chrono Trigger, uh, my stream crashes. So after four hours on the stream, I was exhausted. I did not beat the final boss that night. I had to beat the final boss at 6 a.m. before work on stream. So that, for me, lands at number four. You got you got crispy Phil, salty Phil in the morning. Like, ready? Got some hot <laughs> oh, takes. I man. loved it. I love the early morning cozy JRPG. It was great to like get your day ready for you know. Like, oh look at that! I remember when you tried to fight Lavos, and I was like, you know, what are you doing at level thirty? Oh, like, I'm gonna beat the game. I'm like, you are not. <laughs> like, Dude, chat <laughs> baited him into that though. I watched yeah. it happen. You're like, oh, we should probably hang it up. And the guy's like, no, it's not that much longer. I was, I was like Big it. Brother. I came in. I'm like, no, 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 they're lying to you. Stop. Stop it. Well, that's the funny yes. thing. That's the funny thing, right? It's like we all have that friend. I had this experience many years ago or a couple years ago when I played Red Dead Redemption 2. I said, oh, where am I at in the story? And the guy's like, oh, I was like, oh, I'm right here. And the guy's like, oh, you're like two hours away. And my family was out of town, so I had an entire game day. And seven and a half hours later, I still was not done with the game. So the moral of the story is when your friends tell you or your chat tells you that you only have an hour and a half left, they're definitely wrong. Even if Come you are us. like a pet, right? A pedal to the floor gamer like <laughs> I am, where yeah. I don't, I don't, I have one save. I don't grab any items I don't need. Uh, I'm straight to the final boss whenever possible. It Phil still, uses the elixir uh, as soon as he gets it. Hours. I respect him. everything is on the edge yeah so so if you're watching the video version of this phil mentioned chrono trigger and i rolled my eyes a little bit and did like a a sigh like oh no because this is a game that i have never completed chrono trigger Mm -hmm. and i watched you slog through that last couple of hours i'm just like i can't bring myself to do that but if I'm not a true gamer, if you're going to insult my gamerhood, I will bear this cross yeah. if I must. Here's my little nuance on Chrono Trigger, okay? The items, at a certain point, there's a time travel aspect to the game. If you go in the future and open the items and go back in time to the spots where they're at, if you open them back in time and save the game, you can't get them in the future because of the time paradox, right? The developers thought about that. If you go from the very like peak future and go back, you can get that chest like three or four times and stack your team. Um, I was giving Phil builds. I was like, dude, this game goes, please. I'm telling you. Um, and I'm so happy 
because uh, it it is a, it's a good piece of art. It's a good yes. piece of history. That's the oldest game on this list, guaranteed. Nineteen ninety-five. Yeah, no, guaranteed. And and I'm impressive that it ha- that holds up. And you know, I've asked you that in multiple ways and multiple scenarios, Philip. And for you to be like, yes, no, it's still worth playing in 2022 is pretty impressive. This is also really exciting. Yeah, because... I mean, if you oh, go ahead, Phil. Go ahead. No, I mean, if you pick this game up now off Steam, I think it's like what is it, nineteen bucks, fifteen bucks, it's something like, like four, that. Twelve I mean, bucks you, on your iPhone. You, yeah. Yeah. You can get 30 hours of playtime out of this, which for a modern day game, right? Some of these games don't even make it eight hours. So um, you can get 30 hours of playtime for eight bucks and it works perfectly. What were you going to say? Casey? So I might need to buy a Steam Deck just to play this game. Is Steam what Deck say. or your phone. You're not going to play it. Just stop. Just stop. JRPGs are not your thing. Just just accept <laughs> that yeah. on the nerd. Cr- no, he beat Yakuza. I'm going to give him that. Too. It's no Philip Philip's right. Like he's 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 so right. He's so right. I'm just you like, Yakuza. Oh. Don't don't be so hard on yourself. Watch, I'm gonna oh. come back from my vacation and be like, guys, I love Fire Emblem. It's gonna be crazy. I love it. I, that's my dream. Oh. Well, I mean, um, we do have we have we have had a bunch of takes from Shelby this year throughout the podcast where he's been like, Man, this game sucks. And then like as he's playing it. Like actually, we're like, what was it? What was the game that you played? Uh, oh, Mario's Plus uh, Rabbids. Oh yeah, Kingdom yeah, yeah, yeah. You totally turned yeah. the YouTube turn on that. that. Landed yeah, you had a total role six. reversal on that yeah. game. That landed at number six on my game of the year. So oh, I have a top on the ten top? list, and it was number six. So, so here's I the mean, thing. it was up there. This is the first year Shelby and I haven't like had a general idea of what we're gonna, who's gonna say what, and I have no clue what you guys are gonna say. We've all really guarded our cards. We're like, this is my number one. Like, where I we've made it clear, we're like, we're gonna surprise each other. So I'm really excited. It's fun to hear. I was, yeah. I'm just happy Chrono Trigger made your list, Phil. <laughs> I am too. That makes my day. Too. Um, so my number four game is a game yeah. that I have talked talked to any of you about. Um, I get to this place about mid uh, November, n- December, where I start playing a game, and I'm like. I really like this game, but it's coming right before the game of the year. So I don't know if it's too close to when we're doing these lists mm-hmm. or not, but my number four game is a game called Soma and Soma came out in 2015 and it's a narrative based game where you start off and you are in a random apartment in Toronto and you get a call on your phone and it's like, Hey, you need to come in and do the brain scan. And he's like, okay, got to take the medicine. So you go through like the first 20 minutes, you get into this chair and all of a sudden you are teleported into a freighter in space yeah it's like kind of a scary game right it's a horror horror game game. and essentially what it's diving into is is you have this character and i'm going to spoil soma because i think like the gems and why you should play this game are in the narrative so i'm going to spoil a little bit of it okay but you get about a third to the halfway through the game and what you realize is that first character that you started with his conscience was essentially uploaded as an ai And now every time they boot AI computers in the future, he is one of the main characters that they boot. So essentially they keep copying and pasting his intelligence across different robots. And essentially what it starts breaking down to philosophically is like if you take a being and they have the decision of choice and you put them in a robotic shell, are they a being like do they exist do they have the right to exist can you kill somebody that is a robot but has the opportunity to make decisions do robots dream of electric sheep exactly. i believe is the time. It's, it's 
so good. It's so good. It's okay. so good. And like it, it, it tackles some really intense issues throughout the course of the game. And this is something that has sat on my list of things to play since 2015. So it's been on my backlog for a very long time. I finally got through it and I'm so glad I did because it's a game that I go to bed and still think about the philosophy behind it. And I think it's just such a neat experience because there's no other medium that could tackle issues like soma it doesn't no no other medium would allow you to get into the decision making process of a video game and then turn around and say hey you've been a robot the whole time what do you think now and it's just a moment where you're playing this game and you're like wow this is a very special story that they're telling so that's my number four game soma i believe it's on pc and the consoles um highly recommend it is a survival horror i played like three or four horror games in a row which is not my cup of tea but um this one was good how scared were you like did you did it give you the jumpies did you get a little ah! the horror sneak around the big monster is not good like like it's essentially like okay i figured out he's in that side of the map after i reloaded i'm just gonna run where i need to go like their horror mechanics are not the best it's the narrative that carries this game Mm. okay well i a a horror game surprise the places you've gone sir I know. <laughs> I'm all over the place. I love it. I love I it. Love Keep it. you under. Um, they were Triangle Strategy from Casey, Pokemon Scarlet from Eric, Crow and Trigger from Philip, and I chose Soma as my number four favorite game of this year. We're now going to talk about the biggest news stories that we all chose in terms of the biggest development or something that struck you in terms of 2022 news. Yeah. Um, I think the big one, and I think all of us can it might be the same. Uh, Microsoft Monopoly, baby. <laughs> like, hey, they're penny, penny bags, whatever his name is. Buying Activision, buying all the big studios. Um, that was huge. And the billion-dollar acquisitions blew me away this year. Um, that's the biggest news story to me as far as gaming goes. And it's still going on now with the FCC trying to get involved. or F, uh, FTC, not FCC, FTC. And so we'll be curious to see where that goes in 2023. Yeah, and there's been some back and forth. You know, it depends on the week. Like one week, they're like, oh, it's going to go through. And the next, they're like, oh, someone's holding it up. Um, And it's going to be interesting to see how it evolves. And obviously, there's other players that are Sony's kind of involved and and kind of drumming up some some turmoil about it. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes through. But long story short, Microsoft has been gobbling up studios. And I think they're finally seeing their fruits of the labor this, this last couple of years. Yeah. Philip, what do you got? What's your favorite story of the year? Uh, well, I, I have two. So my first one is um, from the news related. Um, I don't really read a ton of gaming news, but mine would be the Diablo 4 release date of whatever it was, June 3rd of next year. Um, that for me is something that I am very excited for. Um, we're going to force Casey to let me play that for JRPG July um, next year. Um, so yeah. I will be doing runs of Diablo <laughs> in June, July. Um, I, I, our, we'll just drop the J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You will just drop the we'll just drop the day. And the second uh, news story was the it was an internal news story, which is uh, that Shelby subsequently bought Nintendo Online and then subsequently canceled Nintendo Online after about three weeks. So it took Casey at least from what I know. When he buys it, it though, hold on, time out. You can't pay monthly. You bought the year. No, I I paid monthly. I think he bought monthly. 
Yeah. The first month, yeah, first month was free. The second month, they hit my card, yeah. and I'm like, uh, 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 no, no, no. What a bum. It, it, it took oh, Casey man. about 18 months to convince Shelby to buy Nintendo Online. <laughs> so for those of you that follow us on a regular basis, this is a known fact that Shelby no longer yeah. has Nintendo Online. He has decided that $5 a month, which is the cost of a mocha these days, is yeah. not worth the countless free content that he would be now all well, free five dollar content yeah. that he would be getting from his switch that he yeah. takes with so him for work so and can i tell uh, you that i complain every time i play uh fire emblem four houses because they're like you could grab the data from everybody else that played this game and look at it right houses. now if you paid for nintendo online and i'm like you nintendo i don't need to look at that data you can have my data free. you can know how to play the game I'm like oh what did casey do oh duh so okay, for those of you that don't know, we if you want to donate to our Twitch, we will make sure that that money goes towards Shelby's Nintendo Online. Five dollars gets on, my month, uh, and those are my those are my two point. news stories. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, what are your news stories? Uh, it, it's just just the one news story. Uh, the uh, return of the Pokemon World Championships after a hiatus. It uh, it returned this year. That's correct. Yeah, it returned this year. It was it was held in London, and what was special about it to me was it was the first time I was actually able to follow it, and I was at your house, Casey, watching. You, we it. watched it together. That's true. We watched it together. the The other big thing about it is Galar, the last region of Pokemon, was based in England. Um, yes, it represented a lot of things, kind of like COVID, like people winding down, people getting back together, people playing Pokemon together. Yes. It's it was a normalcy coming back into normalcy the world game. coming back. Yeah, and there were some good games. Pokemon Sword oh, lots of great games. will be hated on, not hated on, but it, it gets a bad rap. And then down the line, people are like, yeah, that was decent, wasn't it? Like, oh, all right. You know, there's some good moments to it. It's because people don't like soccer and you had to wear a soccer jersey when you battled. That's yeah. why in America. Uh, it, yeah, but it was, it was just, it was, it was great to see. It was great to see, you know, the, you know, Pokemon fans coming together. It was, it was just a fun event to watch. The energy seemed good, and the games—the games were awesome. Um, Great and choice. yeah, yeah, just a lot of fun. Pokemon World Championships, welcome back. Well done. Um, my my new story of 2022 is um, Stadia. Oh yeah, Stadia what? was killed in 2022, <laughs> and. Like, you look at where everything is going. Like, all the games are going to the cloud and being streamed out. I know there's people in our Discord that disagree. I don't. I think everything is going to the cloud eventually. And for the biggest player in tech, being Google, to get in, throw all this money down, and then back out so quickly is just like a head scratcher. Like, I do not... Like, it's it's a baffling moment for me. That is something that is just completely just like, why did you make this decision? You should have, like, you should have held out because everything's going that way. You look at Netflix getting involved. You look at Microsoft sure. buying everybody up. You look at Sony trying to grab up studios. Like, everyone is going for content creation of this medium. And for Stadio to come out with all this fanfare Amazon and then just the hold up is like, What? Like I'm, I'm still reeling from. That's it. a good pick, Shelby. Amazon with the Luna is still around, so I love. Here's where Google Stadium on paper sounds great, and then you see who's running it, and it's nobody that was in gaming. Like yeah. the, the writing was on the wall when the people in the project don't care about games. Dude, the, the, their biggest problem was that they were charging sixty dollars for their titles. If That's they true. seriously gave away five games, like you've seen Epic do to create an Epic Store, like they would be in a way better position than they are making now. a for sub. Everybody Dude. uses Google. Two dollars. Yeah. Hey, use this. Here you go. Two bucks. We're the cheapest on there, and everyone uses us. It, 
there, no one that works in gaming or the people that were in the gaming space did not get hurt on that project. It's clear to me. And yeah. I, so, that's a good pick. Yeah. I, I mean, you're just watching the industry change and for Google to sit there and be like, yeah, we tried it. It didn't work. It's just like, bro. Oh, all right. Okay. What's happening out? Yeah. And like, they're, they're fine. That's the part that gets me like, just yeah. drop in the bucket. I mean, oh, okay. I mean, honestly, they could restart Stadia tomorrow and probably be just okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that company prints money, but that's yeah. that's neither here nor there. So those are our uh, biggest Stadia. stories of 2022. And this is going to conclude day two for us, right? Day two is out. Day three is coming at you in a couple days, probably after the Christmas day or the Christmas holiday over the weekend. So check Monday for those watching here or listening. And I'll be on a beach somewhere, so I'm not really worried about the schedule. But we'll see you tomorrow. Or <laughs> whatever tomorrow lands. Play games. Happy holidays. Yes. <laughs>